Welcome to the Small Business Conversations podcast. I am your host, Melitanga Lungulu. India Ari once said, I'm not my hair, I'm not the skin, but I am the soul that lives within. While that may be true, the cosmetics industry is a very lucrative business, which contributes millions towards the South African economy. In this week's podcast, we speak to Sonto Poo, founder of Native Child, a natural hair and body care brand. Sonto has been in the industry for five years and her products are available at various retail stores. Sonto, thank you so much for joining us this week. How did you get into the cosmetics industry? It was a long Long labor of love for me. It wasn't something I decided, you know, this looks like a lucrative business. I want to get into it. So for me, it was more a personal relationship I had with my hair, which I later found out was something I took from my great-grandmother and my grandmother. So I think it was inevitable for me to kind of get into this industry, even though at the time when I was younger, loving hair, I didn't think, I mean, I'd own a company which has grown like it has, you know, like Native Child has. So, yeah, I think for me, it definitely has been a labor of love. You know, once I love, love, love my own natural texture and I got frustrated when my hair got thinner with relaxers or whatever else I had tried. And so I made it my mission to convince people to um, go natural. Was it difficult to source the materials and products used to produce a Native Child? It was. So, I mean, it's one thing to have a dream, but if you, if it's not something that you, you know, that's accessible to you, or maybe it's a a home business, you grow up in that environment, you literally go completely blind. So, So for me, it was difficult to figure out how to, and then I just felt like I think the best way for, for me to navigate um, the, the, this dream that I had was to go back to school. So I then went back, I went and studied cosmetic science. And, and from there, I, you know, I was linked to certain companies and businesses and relationships, you know, sourcing companies and all of that. So I knew, okay, these are the people you contact if you need to source this and that and the other. But I mean, also have a, a love of cooking. Um, and so this is actually very similar. You literally are cooking products in your kitchen. That's where Native Child started. Um, so, but yeah, sourcing good quality products is difficult to answer your question, um, but um, is attainable. So, do would you say that there's a lot of resilience which is required to be in the industry? Absolutely. 1,000%. So what most people don't know about me is that I started sewing when I was young, Right. Um, so I'm just going to detract a bit just to, um, you know, to give a point. Um, I started sewing when I was self-taught. I was sewing. I got a machine at the age of 10 and oh no, all of that. And the reason why I left sewing is because I simply didn't have the, the patience for it. And so if, if, so it doesn't matter what business you're going into, if you don't have the resilience, as you say, and the patience for it, you'll give up too quickly. Um, before you see the fruits of your labor. So resilience is extremely important. You go through high highs and low lows. Um, And so when you're at a low, you need to remember why you started and you need to motivate yourself to get up and get going again. So you really can't rely on other people to do that for you. That has to come from within. 
What was your marketing strategy when you started your business? It just depends what, you know, I mean, we've been around a while. When you say, what is my marketing or what was my marketing strategy? Are you referring to at the beginning when we started? To tell you the truth, I didn't have one. Wow. <laughs> I literally went in completely dark. I didn't know a thing about marketing. I didn't know anything about that. So uh, what I realized was that, um, you know, you could post things on Instagram. So basically Native Child grew out of Instagram. So my first, first marketing idea when I thought, okay, I really need to get other people outside my family and friends, because obviously you start with the, the circle, you know, next to you. Um, and then when I thought, okay, how do I make sure that other people get to know about it? I then discovered Instagram. And uh, just to get that one like was just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it took such a long time to, 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 to grow. But for me, that was what made sense. I didn't have a budget to go on radio. I didn't have a budget to go on billboards. I didn't have... So for me, the initial strategy was just to grow my Instagram account. And then secondly, to make sure that customer service is 110%. Because if you have one happy customer, you have 10 happy customers. You know, one brings in more and more. And so you grow that way. So that really was my... Uh, initial strategy, which really didn't require a lot of finances. Um, it just required consistency. Sondo, I'm sure that the process involved a lot more than just posting images on social media. Yes, it definitely was. Um, and so once I started seeing, then I later realized, oh, you can even advertise um, on, on Instagram. Then I started doing that. And like you say, it wasn't just posting random pictures, you know, it was posting people's before and after pictures, posting people t testimonials, you know, educating people about, um, product usage and what benefits they would get out of it. So it, Instagram for me became my go-to marketing tool. How challenging was it to get retailers to stock Native Child? Oh, yeah. They're not going to share their, their space and gamble a product that's bringing them money um, to something that may or may not work. Um, so, so the bottom line for retailers is they want to see growth. So, you, you know, we needed to, 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 to do our own selling on the side so that by the time we got to them, we said, here are the figures. These are the numbers. Um, and even then, there was some resistance. I mean, when I got into this industry some years, you know, a couple of years back now, it's been four and a half years or so, um, you know, even then it was like, uh, we're not really sure that there really is a market that you are, you are seeing. Um, and, and uh, you know, I had to convince them. I said, "Trust, you won't. If it means you take my products on consignment, consignment means they're not buying it from you. You put it there. If they sell. If it sells, then you continue the relationship. If it doesn't sell, you take your stuff off the shelf, and that's it. No strings attached. That's what you know. Those are the type of discussions you, you know, you you, you end up having to do to make sure that your stuff ends up on shelves." And how have things been for you when it comes to the export front? 
It's great. I think the difficulty with the export market is because of our um, conversion and unstable economy, you know, it, it becomes very expensive to, to export things. However, it is a lucrative uh, market and it is one that we are wanting to uh, grow more into. Um, but, you know, compared to other countries, I'll make an example, if say you're shipping stuff from the US to here, same company, um, and then from here, same Korea company is what I mean, and from here, the other way, it's like three times the amount. And I'm still not sure why that is. Um, but fortunately, we have like diehard uh, native child <laughs> customers who are willing to, you know, still support the brand despite the cost of exporting. Um, but yeah, so it, it, it's not, it's not uh, an easy cut thing. Uh, sometimes you lose money, sometimes you make money. Um, but, but, you know, you just continue and you figure it out. You navigate through the hazard and you find a medium to make sure that it works. Thank you for that insight, Sondo. That was Santa Poo, the founder of Native Child, discussing how to branch into the cosmetics industry. Listen again next week to the Small Business Conversations podcast with me, Milita Ngalongulu. To listen to our other podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za and the MoneyWeb app. Follow MoneyWeb News on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn for updates.